citizens of the galaxy. I do not belong on this planet. I am one of you. I am being held against my will. My potential to realize a happy, fulfilled life are nullified by the cruel indigenous population of Earth. You must save me. Take me away from this. Desperately in need of your assistance. <laughs> we will not be coming. <laughs> Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D-Commentaries. <gasps> Thank you. And welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that was Allie's alien noise because today we've opened a can of worms because we're talking about can of worms. Uh, can of worms was released on April 10th, 1999. And uh, I think this little tidbit of information will explain a lot about this movie. Uh, it was directed by Paul Schneider, who also directed You Lucky Dog. Oh, that this makes so much sense. <laughs> this makes so much sense why I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I almost told you earlier, but I wanted it to be a Oh my reaction. God, I have no idea. <laughs> Oh my God, Paul yeah. Spider. So I think this is it for him. So we don't have to worry about him popping up any other times. But yeah. So anyway, it was directed by Paul Schneider. It was written by Kathy Mackle, who all this is actually another one that was based on a book. I did know that name. this time. I did Google that. Mm -hmm. And Kathy Mackle both wrote the book and adapted the teleplay. Um, mm. It doesn't seem like she's had a huge career either in books or in like film. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if they just took a flyer on her, like why they picked this. Um, but yeah, that's her story. The movie is starring Michael Shulman as Mike, Erica Christensen as Caitlin. Mm hmm. Adam Wiley, a.k.a. Gilbert from yeah. Under Wraps, uh, as Nick with his greasy hair. Lee Garlington as the mom. And Malcolm McDowell as Barnabas, the dog alien. <laughs> An interesting lineup. Yeah, you might know my Malcolm McDowell from being the lead in A Clockwork Orange. And also, he's a character actor. He's been in, like, everything. He was on Lost. Everything. He's, like, he's everywhere. Uh, the synopsis is short. I don't Good. know about sweet, but it's short. Aliens respond to a dissatisfied teen's plea to escape from planet Earth, but not all of them are friendly. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, um, for absolutely despising this movie, that's a great synopsis. <laughs> right? That's a great synopsis. Yeah. Solid. Doesn't give too much away. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, Val, uh, I'd give that synopsis a 10 out of 10. <gasps> Whoa. For for describing the movie, but the movie itself, I'm gonna give a one out of ten. Oh, yikes! Even worse than you, Lucky Dog. I, I would watch you, Lucky Dog, every day of my life if it meant I never had to watch this movie again. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone. That's gonna be the end of the podcast. <laughs> we have nothing else to say. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So Allie, like you sort of gave us <laughs> your first impressions. But, I did. You know, tell us a little bit more. Elaborate, please. Okay, great. I had never seen this movie before. I didn't remember the cover and I never, I didn't remember the title. So nothing about this movie rang a bell. I've never seen this movie. I have a feeling that Disney Channel aired this once and they realized it got terrible reviews and they never aired it again. Where you have your movies like Brink and Halloween Town that they used to bring back because people liked those. This movie, no one liked. So they didn't bring it back, which is why I gave it a one out of 10. I hated almost everything about it. Um, which is why everyone, I think you need to go watch it. I think you need to go watch this movie because you will not understand how terrible it is until you feast your eyes upon it. Um, I thought that the artistic direction was not great. I thought that a lot of the puppetry was not great. Mm -hmm. And I thought that it was not, um, I, it just, it <laughs> fell. <laughs> Val, I, 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 I don't know that I have too many nice things to say today. That's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely was not a fan of this movie either. I too had never seen this movie and, uh, I d- didn't know what to expect. Clearly they, yeah. they hide it for a reason. Um, my biggest issue with this movie is uh, the performance of Mike. Uh, yes. I think it's terrible. Horrible. And the interesting thing and the thing that I wondered, because one, especially once I found out that it was directed by the same person who directed You Lucky Dog, is how, I mean, how much of that is a feature of him and how much of that is a feature of the directing, like the direction yeah. that he received? Because it was the same kind of like overacting, like completely unrealistic, unrelatable behavior. Like it, there's nothing about him that is redeemable. Like nope. he, I understand what they were trying to go for because they were trying to make it seem like he didn't belong on earth, but they made him so unlikable and made it so overacted. Yeah. Like that it was hard to stomach watching a young Erica Christensen, who's actually a good actor. Yes. Trying to have like subtle reactions, like trying to like (laughs) feel like she's interested in this person, but like it's. Like she is acting appropriately and he is not. And then yeah. it's like, well, I'm not buying this because there's no way that this chemistry is there. Right. And like, there's a moment at one point where like, he's, he's already hurt her feelings she, and it's a misunderstanding, but whatever. He hurt her feelings and he's just like, give me a second chance. No reasoning why she should give him a second chance. And she just gives him a second yeah. chance. Like it's stuff like that. It's just so unrealistic. And like, I know this is a teen movie, but there has to be some level of narrative sense to Truly. the story. Even I, I, it's actually exactly the same complaint I had about you lucky dog. I'm more distracted by how unrealistic this movie is than like, say Halloween town. Right. Because it's, it's not earned. It's not Correct. earned in this movie. And because the sort of foundational stuff is not good, it makes it that much more distracting when the crazy stuff happens. Right. So, yeah, I just I really struggled with this movie. I, I didn't write a single quote down because I was just I was oh like, my not, gosh, it was just I didn't write. Impressed. Did I didn't you? write a quote. I have two quotes or uh, one, two. I have three quotes, but they weren't until the very end. OK, I don't so think we'll hold off. 
Uh, I think one of them would would spoil it. Um, but I did want to talk about what I did write down. And that was, um, I'm just going to write down or just say the amount of times I wrote, I hate this. <laughs> um, so I wrote, I hate this. I hate this man. I hate this. I hate this. This is the worst thing I've ever watched. I'm horrified. I hate this movie. Um, I do not understand what is happening. And then um, longest 80 minutes of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So didn't really have too many favorite quotes, but I did quote myself and um, I hated it. Uh, I wrote questions along the lines of what is this trying to say? What does any of this mean? Like, that was my thing the whole time. Like, why is this being made? Why is this story being told? There were so many artistic choices. I just cannot, one, get behind, two, support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought in this movie, the parents were great. Yeah, the parents were great. The mom. I thought they were fun and funny. Yeah, the mom is like a reasonably well-known character actor. I think the Uh dad is two but not quite as famous she was in a lot and she has been in a lot and i of course recognized her because i'm obsessed with the tv show friends which i may have mentioned once or twice before she (laughs) said one word and i immediately knew that she was in friends and then i had to look it up and i knew who she was but had to look it up and she was uh joey's dad's girlfriend in one episode wow and i remembered her voice and i'm i'm actually insane (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no she has a very distinct voice mm-hmm. um she's great i liked her yeah she was great uh the sister was fun the sister i have a fact about the sister val oh okay let's hear it you're gonna love it the sister was in the parent trap i did see this i saw and it on imdb yeah so she yeah. was in the parent trap she, she was, was in the, the navajo campers. bunk yeah when they wake up and she goes I think, I I think to, that was her. It was her or the other one. I think I had to cut out our discussion about Parent Trap in one of our previous episodes. Oh, so okay. I will uh, reiterate that I am a big Parent Trap fan. I used to watch the original Parent Trap from like the 60s uh, after school or like after preschool, daycare, whatever, every single day for like three or four years straight when I was yeah. growing up. And uh, the closest I've ever gone to viral is a comment that I made on a <laughs> Parent Trap related post. <laughs> but then I was tagged in it too. That's right. And so we both keep getting notifications, notifications. years later from like <laughs> Lindsay Lohan XOXO2345 at twitter.com. Yeah. Liked your tweet. Liked your tweet. <laughs> I know. What a weird But if voice. I know, if I love reciting Parent Trap facts to anyone, it's you, Val. I love hearing them. Um, another carryover from You Lucky Dog is the weird perspective filming where it's from his perspective i have so many thoughts what the hell it's so distracting it doesn't look good the only time that they usually do that in a movie is like if either if it is an animal or if someone is like waking up from a coma or something like right that. it's distract. you don't expect it when it's just a person sitting at a dinner table talking to their family and it's really confusing it was so noticeable at that shot Yes, and especially the fact that the way that they edited it, when they cut back to him, he's not even looking up. He's looking down. And I know that's such a little thing, and I'm an editor, so I notice stuff like that. But, like, how hard is it to find, like, go a few frames in either direction when he's looking up and cut to that moment for consistency's sake? No, I'm so... (laughs) 
I am so glad you brought that up because I noticed the exact same thing. I really, I mean, I think I mentioned it earlier with like the art direction. There was just nothing about this movie that I liked. Like I couldn't even get behind the way they filmed it. Mm -hmm. And even with certain shots where they like, he was trying to make sure he was feeling okay. And they just did a close up shot of his tongue. Oh, in yeah, the that bathroom. was so weird. And, again, and I was like, what is happening? And again, they have his voiceover over him with his mouth open. Yeah. Who got hired to edit this movie? <laughs> like, it is a mess. I wrote, no breaking the fourth wall, but artistic direction to have the camera be a character is exhausting. It is exhausting. <gasps> yeah, I'm good to, let's just get, let's get to Spoiler City. I want to get there so that we can just talk. So my top's off. Our tops are off. Our bottoms are off. Begrudgingly, we are nude. <laughs> we are nude walking into the space portal. A welcome to spoiler space spoiler city. This is where we ruin the movie for you. And um, once again, I am going to say I think you should watch this movie just out of pure what the fuck. Yeah, um, agreed. But if not, then here's a quick little synopsis. And I say quick because I'm going to make it quick because there's no use explaining this for longer than like two minutes. Um, So Mike is a kid in a regular hometown. He feels like he is he's a big nerd, um, very smart, but big nerd, really interested in space and engineering and soundboards and cool stuff. But he feels like he is uh, from another planet. He tries to play football, isn't good at it. And so then he kind of calculates his way to connect to space. Um, Ends up actually reaching them through their satellite dish that is the size of, um, I would say, like 50 watermelons all packed together. (laughs) Yeah, why? Who has a satellite dish that big? It's a big... And also 50 watermelons is a guess. So (laughs) big satellite dish. Um, So he actually ends up connecting with them. Then he goes back to high or he goes back to middle school or high school. I don't we don't ever find out what grade he's in. High school bully um, and him have a rivalry. And then the pretty girl, Erica Christensen, actually likes him and tries to hang out with him and has him help with the Halloween party. And so they have like a good rapport. Then he goes back to his house in the treehouse, and this talking dog is in his treehouse. Well, hold on, hold on time out. He mess, he, the, the jock messes with his setup at the dance and oh. everything goes to hell and he's really humiliated. So he runs home and he calls space yeah. And asks them to. I was going to skip over away. that part because I don't think it's important. That's the whole point of the- <laughs> I know, but I hate this movie. That's why the aliens show up. And he got hit, like the satellite dish got hit by lightning. So somehow his message actually got to space. So now this dog, voiced by Malcolm Mattel, is in his treehouse. Go ahead, Ali. Um, and then he's like, hey, the aliens are coming for you. And he's like, what? And then the next day he's in his room. And the most horrifying, um, I want to say puppet because they're listed as like puppeteers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Imagine. Okay. So if anyone here has had mono, um, you know how you used to like cough shit up when you had mono because like crap would get stuck on the back of your throat. Imagine if you had just like coughed up that mono crap, laid it on your desk, and then it multiplied by about like. 40 uh, multiplied by 50 watermelons (laughs) and turned lime green give it two eyes and a full set of human teeth and then this is what mike finds in his room 
So it's as horrifying as I just described it. That's when Erica Christensen calls and says, hey, I actually like really want to be friends with you. And he can't focus on the phone because he has this mononucleosis alien in his room trying to convince him to be um, like a star, right, Val? He's like, I want you to be the star. No, of the that one is the lawyer. He wants oh. to, to get him to sue um, the Earth. Space. I don't really know what who he wants to sue. <sighs> I wish I was paying attention. Um, so, <laughs> so then we have that one. We'll talk about that guy later. And then all of these aliens kind of start popping up in Mike's daily life trying to be like oh we want you to do this we want you to be a celebrity we want you to do this for our galaxy in this space so it's it's like if someone became famous all of a sudden and all the like bottom feeders are trying to like take advantage of them it's like yeah they were fishing is that what fishing means maybe i don't know it's you know like he wants like an agent wants to work with him yeah all these people like this girl wants to date him so then uh gilbert from under wraps who we love we do love. uh his brother gets sucked into the galaxy into well, the bad, bad guys, guy takes him sucks him up with his long tongue um and then they throw the high school bully in there too to like go save the little kid but then they all follow and somehow in this portal of going to space where it's mike the kid we don't like Gilbert, whom we love, Erica Christensen, you have to love her, and then the talking dog all go after Gilbert's brother and the high school bully. And then they end up, like, the the brother and the high school bully end up in a cage, but then no one else does, so I don't really understand that part. They were kidnapped, and, and then the rest of them kind of, like, followed through the portal before it closed. Oh, and then the worm only took the two. Right. But since they weren't caught by the worm tongue, the tongue right. worm, the worm tongue. He didn't know that they'd gotten through the portal. Right. Okay. So then they're in the galaxy where they realize that the bad guy, the Thom. The Thode. Thode. The Thode. So the Thode is the bad guy. They realize that the Thode is in some part of the galaxy, but he's been stealing like, quote, aliens from other galaxies. So all of these aliens are in different cages and it's different. I mean, in reality, I think it's a great idea. It was just, it was just so terribly executed. Executed. So they're trying to release then all of these captured aliens, including the two aliens from Earth, which are humans. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Mike ends up somehow telecommunicating and knowing how to save these and unlocking the invisible gate with the stone. Um, and then they end up going back to earth and then the, the, th- what a throne, the brome, Thode. the Thode <laughs> actually gets through the portal too, back to earth. Um, but then, uh, they call the cops, <laughs> they call, they call the space cops and the, the space cops come and take him away and it's uh, happily ever after mike decides to stay on earth he realizes that um he is where he belongs i just realized why i dislike him tell me because he the whole premise of this is that he thinks that he's too good to be on earth yes he thinks he's better than literally everybody yeah and that's why he thinks he doesn't fit in so like 
the reason why he's not an empathetic character is because he thinks he's better than everybody else. And you don't want to root for him because of that, right? And he's like, he's supposed to be this guy who you like feel bad for because he's being bullied and all this yeah. stuff. But like, he thinks he's so much better than that guy who's bullying him and all that stuff. So like, what do you have to care about exactly? Like, he can hold his own. He like messes with him. He gives it right back to like, right. I, I don't know. I just, nothing about this is earned. Correct. The second chance with, with Caitlin isn't earned. The fact that the jock guy agrees to go help isn't earned. Right. All of these things, like nothing about this makes any sense. There are 800 different messages that this movie is trying to like include in one story. There's this whole thing with the LA, like I've just gotten to LA. I'm a famous singer, a famous actor, and everyone's trying to take advantage of me. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. And then there's this thing where this Thode, which we don't even get introduced to until like the last 20 minutes of the movie, is collecting beings from all over the galaxy and keeping them in prison. But one of them is like some a character that uh, Mike made up in a story. So then it calls into question, is any of this even real? Yeah. Like, did he dream this whole thing? But like, he clearly didn't because now they're all friends. All of these things, all of these things taken separately have worked in other movies, right? Like puppets, yeah, put them all gross together aliens, sales. nerds, all of like people being bad at sports. Like all of these things work in different yeah. movies. And some of these things have worked in other decoms that we've already watched. Right. But this felt like if. Under Wraps were directed by the person who made you Lucky Dog. That's what this is to me. Under Wraps was ridiculous. Obviously, the premise doesn't make any sense. But, like, you accept it because it's well done. And because the only silly thing is the thing that's meant to be silly. Like, the, the actors are doing their best to be realistic. Even the mummy is doing his best to be realistic. Yeah. It's when you start to, like, wink at your own stuff in the movie it's like too much it's it's like folds in on itself and it doesn't work so yeah i i want to go back to the mononucleosis monster because i want to describe to everyone who's not going to watch it but listening to the podcast what happens so this thing is trying to get his attention but mike had just recently brought in a plate of food so this monster starts eating with it's literally just a glob of slime and it has human teeth and huge like human like eyeballs and it takes with its little tiny octopus arms a burger and then just goes and then just like food is flying and it's and it is horrifying and then it gets worse because then he grabs the corn And it is an ear of corn. And then he goes, and he's like chewing it. And it's just like corn pieces everywhere, spit everywhere. And this piece of shit is shitting out pieces of popped popcorn. And I, I will never get those moments back. And I say those (laughs) moments because I called my roommate in the room and made him watch it too. So I watched that part twice. Ugh. That was all I had to say about that terrible, terrible artistic choice. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was horrible. I don't understand why all the aliens had perfect human teeth. Because they probably thought it would be creepy. 
Yeah. Also, a uh, random thing that I noticed, Gilbert, his Halloween costume at the party is a thode. He's dressed as a thode. No way. I thought he was a dog. Uh-uh. He's green. He's dressed like a like a lizard guy. And it's oh, exactly funny. the same like head shape and stuff. Nice. Well, yeah. I recently looked up Adam Wiley to see if he had talked about um, Can of Worms on his TikTok, and he hasn't yet. So... I was hoping that he would have and he'd have some facts because he did have some under wraps facts on his TikTok, um, but didn't have any can of worms. I could see him not wanting to. I could see him not wanting to acknowledge he was ever in this movie. I would probably do the same. Erica Christensen, she's probably like, who? What? That wasn't me. (laughs) I know, right? Also, it was a fun. I love these uh, this age because like it's when the girls are like a foot taller than the boys. Oh, my gosh. She was taller than everyone. That was so funny. (laughs) I wasn't, but a lot of girls are. (laughs) I did actually, Val, find one quote that I had that I liked. Okay, let's hear it. I'm not crazy. You need a vacation. (laughs) I thought that was funny. That's true. Most of the time, if we feel crazy, we just need a vacation. Let's play some bingo. We don't have a bingo song today. We just have silence. <laughs> we just have we Allie's just have... disdain. <laughs> okay, you start. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Can of worms, bingo. Um, one hit wonder song. Nope. Nope. Breaking the fourth wall. Nope. I, but Val, you do have Slash looking into the camera. When is he looking into the camera? Everyone looks in the camera. It's the mom did. Okay, you're right, because they do the stupid perspective. All right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Thank you. I half marked it because I was waiting for your validation. Yeah, no, 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 you're absolutely right. All right, uh, holiday themed. I don't think so. I don't think it is holiday themed, but we did have it during a holiday. Clunky metaphor. I think they tried for, like, you know, the Thode is like a bully who collects trophies, just like the guy. Um, <laughs> the you know, guy. The, the whole idea of looking up to the stars, like, you know, being optimistic about your not fitting in. Yeah. And like turning it into a good thing, an asset, rather than like seeing it as like a problem. They were trying, but like it was just such a distracting movie that they didn't land anything and they were trying to do too many things at one time. Yeah. Although, I mean, I think if we needed to force a clunky metaphor. Oh, there's a million of them. I think then we could maybe mark it because it's realizing that you are where you're supposed to be. And then like once you accept who you are and where you are, you like fall into place. Yeah. And you don't feel like an alien anymore. Okay. I'm going to mark it. Okay. This is giving me serotonin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Parents who just don't get it. Oh, yeah. Yep. So this is something that is such a feature of 90s movies or like early 2000s movies. But like the whole concept of the dad of the nerdy boy trying to force him to play sports. Yeah. It just it's so like it just didn't age well. And like there are so many other things that also don't age well from that time period. But like this one in particular, just like. This yeah. kid is the way they are. Just let them be the way they are. Like, accept your kid and love them for who you are. And it, like, that just always is going to bother me. Yeah. Uh, cool non-parent adult. Do we count the dog? I'll count. I don't... We're counting it. Okay, we'll count the dog. He's in enough of it, and he's the only good part of the movie. Yeah, he's pretty cute. 
someone too famous for a TV movie. Once the again, dog. you know, it seems kind of like <laughs> they go hand in hand. They're, they they're, do. The cool non-parent adult seems to always be the person the who is person. too famous for the TV movie. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's like that's how they sell them on it. It's right. like you're going to be in this bad movie, but you get to be the coolest part of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Competition to resolve a central problem. No. Nope. A montage sequence. Yes. I did not see that. So when they're prepping for the dance, uh, there's a montage of like them going through all the different steps. Uh, cliche villains. Yeah. This time we got an alien. Okay. Um, clothes are items that you owned. So I had a beanbag chair, but it was not red. It was white. I am like 80% sure. And my sisters and my cousins who don't listen to this podcast would have to confirm that someone in our family had the like angel wings that she was wearing. Oh, okay. Um, Rotten tomatoes, 40 to 60. Okay. I have to believe it's less than 40. So I'm going to guess 32. Val. I wish this this number was a single digit. I wish it was in the zero to nine Rotten Tomato score. But there are sick human beings who like this movie. And I don't understand it. But they overall gave this movie a 37. Ugh. Well, I was within five, so I guess you were within five, so you win. But we don't because we wasted eighty-two minutes. I said eighty minutes earlier, but it's actually eighty-two minutes because I went back and watched that one part twice. So (laughs) I wasted eighty-two minutes of my life. (laughs) And we don't check this box. Happily ever after. Yeah, the jock has his arm around him, so I guess he's happy. I don't know. Uh, Almost kissing, not even in the slightest. No. She probably wanted it, and if he had acted this well enough, there could have been. Yeah, but there there was no chemistry at all. Mm-hmm. Someone who became famous. Yep. Yep. A good chunk. Betraying one's real friends or values. I think yes, because his whole thing is that he like wants to get off Earth. He thinks he's better than everybody, including his friend, Gilbert from Under Wraps. Gilbert. And his brother. He doesn't appreciate anyone around him he doesn't appreciate Mm -hmm. his friends he doesn't appreciate his family he's like i'm out and he brings down this crazy thing on all of them and and i think that there's a reason why the little boy gets taken because he loves him and he has no appreciate mike has no appreciation of how much that kid looks up to him so i say yes all right i marked it we can just skip over the next one which is your childhood crush (laughs) the pup was pretty cute (laughs) Uh, um obviously bad special effects or stunts the whole movie the whole movie the whole movie (sighs) okay eric von detten kirsten storms ryan merriman kimberly j brown or any lawrence brother we did not have this time but i would i would pay real human money to cast any of those people in mike's role true it'd be a better movie it would definitely be. i don't know if i'd watch it again but it'd be no it would be a better movie Okay, uh, musical number. Thank goodness, no. <laughs> I would have peeled my eyeballs out <laughs> if there was a musical number in this movie. <laughs> uh, magic. 
I guess. I mean, I kind of want to mark it. I mean, I think, yeah, like there is magic, but it's. It's like space magic. Yeah, it's magic in the same way that like everything that happens in like Star Wars or Star Trek is magic. Is Star Wars magic? Well, Jedi are space wizards, so they definitely do oh, magic. Oh, okay. But I think that what I mean is like, you know, science is like real magic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wait, that would be a great t-shirt, Val. Science is real magic? Yes. I'm sure there is a t-shirt that says Well, that's if somewhere. there's not, call up the t-shirt people. We'll put it in the merch store. Okay. Try to. Science is, what did you say? I would probably say science is the real magic. Ooh. <laughs> it <laughs> is. And like, if there were actually aliens who could teleport onto Earth whenever they wanted to, that would be pretty magical, but it's actually science. I have a theater degree. <laughs> I have a business degree. What are you trying to say? I'm not smart. Oh, shut your face. I know we talk about this every time. And then you say, no, you are smart. And I say, I'm yeah, creative smart. Because you're so we go, mean to yourself. <laughs> anyway. Uh, someone says the title of the movie. Oh, yes, they do. At forty, roughly 45 minutes and 30 seconds, they say the title of the movie. All right, Scooby Dude. I mean, yeah. They solve the problem, right? Yeah, they solve the problem. They yeah. go get the jock and he's the bait and they figure it out. So, yeah. The heroes create the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he called the aliens to Earth. Yeah. Um, lead is a fish out of water is an interesting question. So they literally say fish out of water. And obviously they're trying to illustrate that he doesn't fit in. And so in that way, I guess you could say he's a fish out of water. But... I don't think that that's actually like, I think what he ultimately realizes is that he's not a fish out of water. Yeah. And that he actually fits in just fine. Were we about to get bingo or something? Is that why you're making that face? Yeah. (laughs) But if you don't, if you don't give the lead as a fish out of water, then we don't get it. I mean, he is. I hate that this movie is giving us a bingo. I know. Part of me doesn't want to do this. Like, but I know that friend of the pod, Jerrianna, is going to be in our DMs and she's going to she's going to argue this with us. She's going to fight it. She's okay. going to fight it. I mean, I think I, there is definitely an argument to be made. I think we have to mark it because they literally said fish out of water. Yeah, I mean, they did. It was out, not in that context, but you're right. To get in a little deeper of the story that they never addressed, that I think they thought would be intentional and people would pick up on, but they didn't dive into enough, which was when Mike saved the one alien by using that thing, they had some kind of connection. And I don't know if it was, if that was meant to infer that he actually was an alien and that was his original species. And that's why they had this connection, but he mentally connected with this alien had no recollection of how to save aliens and then immediately knew the code to glass over and unlock the cage. I kind of do think that in a way Mike is, was an alien. Fair enough. I think that this is my interpretation of that. And I think it's also another kind of clunky metaphor, but I think that what they were trying to say by having that character be an invent, like an invention of his own mind. Mm hmm. And that character is the one who gives him the key to unlocking everything. So essentially what they're saying is he always had the key. He always knew. He just had to op- like open his own eyes and see okay. that he always knew. All right. And and similarly, he always knew that he actually did belong on Earth. He was just trying to tell himself that he didn't mm. because he felt left out or he felt 
you know, insecure or whatever. So that was my interpretation. That doesn't mean that we have to have the same one, but that was my interpretation. No, that's a good interpretation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think either way, Mike does have lead is a fish out of water tendencies. Yeah. Because even when he's in middle school or high school, he still doesn't know how to like communicate with people. No, agreed. Agreed. That means Val, we got our second bingo. We got our second bingo two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. And we kind of stretched it a little bit, but I'm not mad at the stretches because I think that they're warranted. Yeah, I agree. And as annoyed as I am that this movie got bingo, I am excited that we've started to get more bingos. Me too. And it's a different bingo than last time. So let's go over what we got. We got Magic, Someone Says the Title of the Movie, Scooby Dude, The Heroes Create the Problem, and Lead is a Fish Out of Water. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember how excited we were last week? (laughs) I couldn't even speak words last week because I was so excited. This week I can't speak words because I hated the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Um, Is it game time? It's game time. Now, I didn't think of a a good title this time, Val. I'm sorry. That's okay. Maybe I'll think of one. Uh, You should because this, this game, Val, relies on you. Okay. okay, so this is the game of uh, it was something we kind of mentioned last week. Uh, I, as some of you know, I've never seen Star Wars. So this game is going to be Val asks me if I've seen a movie or not. And I say yes or no. <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to come up with the Yeah, movies? you're just going to Nate, you're just going to rattle off movies. Uh, and I'll just tell you if I've seen it or not. Okay. Val uh, did not come prepared because I did not prepare her. She did not prepare me, so there's going to be a lot of editing. That's the fun of this. That's the fun of this, Val. It's like a cool improvising. (laughs) Okay. Just pull up like a list of like best movies or something. Okay. Have you seen? Wait. Oh, it should be called Have You Seen? (gasps) Val, call it Have You Seen? Okay. We're going to call this game Have You Seen? Where I ask We need a song. Val, you you have to put it to a song. Okay. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen this film I've seen? If you haven't, it's obscene. Have you seen? Are you kidding me, Val? (laughs) Val, that was beautiful. (laughs) That was beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Um, All right, I'm ready. Okay. Have you seen A League of Their Own? Yes. Oh, thank God. Have I'm on a Tom Hanks kick. Have you seen Apollo 13? No. (gasps) But you said Tom Hanks? Yes. I watched Castaway for the first time in January. Interesting. So it took me 27 years to watch Castaway. Let's keep doing the Tom Hanks. Have you seen Forrest Gump? Yes, but not for a long time. And one more Tom Hanks. Have you seen Big? I don't think so. (gasps) Oh, that one hurts. Have you seen any of the Mighty Ducks movies? When I was a wee baby, but not recently. Have you seen The Sandlot? Oh, yes. That one I have seen. And then I bought it for $5 at Walgreens and then my roommate stole it from me. Okay. This is an older one, but it's great. Have you seen Love and Basketball? No. That you need to see that movie. I think you'd really like that movie. Okay. Please tell me you've seen Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you seen any of the original trilogy of Star Wars? I've seen one hour of the first Star Wars that was made because I went to prom with a senior who was interested in Star Wars. And we only watched an hour of it because he kept pausing to explain things to me. And it took three and a half hours. 
<laughs> and then I haven't seen any since. I blame that person for the fact that you haven't seen I any think that's a big reason. He's married and has a kid now. Good for him. I'm fine. Great. Great. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> but you do need to watch Star Wars. Eh. Um, have you seen... Um, I mean, that's really like the only... I'm trying to think of like what... Have you seen Marvel? Any Marvel? Uh, I fell asleep during Avengers. The first Avengers? The first Avengers. I've seen the two Thors. The first two Thors? Yeah. Of all of the movies, those are the ones that you've seen. <laughs> and I think that's it. I oh. maybe have seen Captain America. The I tried. To, I tried. Yeah. I tried to watch Iron Man and I couldn't do it. I had to stop halfway through. With the first Iron Man or yeah. the second Iron Man? The first Iron okay. Man. Okay. Everyone, um, Val is head and hands cradling. She's crying. No, because... She's because crying. you literally watched the worst movies out of all of Marvel. I didn't mind Thor 2. Thor 2 is the worst Marvel movie. But I didn't it is mind literally. It. <laughs> well, thanks for playing, Val. Um, okay, well, uh, we're sorry that you watched <laughs> Can of Worms. Uh, we're sorry that we didn't have more fun. Uh, ourselves watching Can We had fun with each other recording this for you, but we did not have fun individually did. watching this movie. Correct. And thank you for listening to this all the way through. Um, yes. Every day I'm very appreciative of you, Val, and everyone for listening. Um, I'm very happy to do this for everyone. Yeah, this is a blast. We so appreciate all of you for listening and for hanging out with us on Instagram at the commentaries and for leaving reviews and giving us great feedback. Uh, it, you know, it feels so good to, to know that we're making something that people are enjoying. Bye, Val. Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod and on Instagram at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie. Have you seen, have you seen, have you seen this film I've seen? If you haven't, it's obscene. Have you seen? So I have found a American Film Institute. How many have you seen? I have not seen a lot of these. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to click them for myself as we're going along. Okay. okay. Ready? All right. Have you seen Citizen Kane? No. I have seen Citizen Kane. Have you seen Casablanca? No. I have seen Casablanca. Have you seen The Godfather? No. I have seen The Godfather. Have you seen Gone with the Wind? Is that the one in the courtroom? No. Then no. That's Inherit the Wind. Okay. I've seen that one. <laughs> I have seen Gone with the Wind. Uh, have you seen Lawrence of Arabia? No. I also have not, but I want to because it was edited by one of the first female editors. 
have you seen The Wizard of Oz? Yes. Okay, of course you have. Have you seen The Graduate? No, but I've seen the rom-com that's based on The Graduate. Which is? Uh, it's something with Jennifer Aniston. I did not know that. I've seen The Graduate and The Wizard of Oz, obviously. Have you seen On the Waterfront? Nope. I also have not seen On the Waterfront. Have you seen Schindler's List? Nope. Must see Schindler's List. I've seen it. Um, have you seen Singing in the Rain? Long time ago, but I'm going to mark it. Yeah, Debbie. Debbie. Uh, you just said you've seen It's a Wonderful Life. I have. Have you seen Sunset Boulevard? No. I also have not seen Sunset Boulevard. Have you seen Bridge over, Bridge on the River Kwai? No. I didn't know that was a movie. Uh, it's one of my dad's favorite movies. I watched it one time because I wanted to have seen it because he talks about it all the time and I hated it. Uh, have you seen Some Like It Hot? No. I actually think you would really, really like this movie. It's Marilyn Monroe. It's Is it because fun. I'm hot? Yes. It's okay. it's a comedy. It's it's funny. It's cool. it's very funny. Uh, we already established you have not seen Star Wars. Uh, have you seen All About Eve? No. I also have not seen All About Eve. Have you seen The African Queen? No. That's another one my dad loves that I think is subpar. Um, have you seen Psycho? No. My dad and I watched Psycho. He showed me Psycho. We flipped between Psycho and Silence of the Lambs. Guess how old I was? Six. Very close. Seven. I was close. <laughs> but I watched The Exorcist when I was five with my dad. Whoa. He loves horror movies. Uh, China. Have you seen Chinatown? No. I've seen Chinatown in a film class. It's fine. Uh, have you seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? No. I have. It is actually very good. Two Nick, Jack Nicholson movies in a row there. Have you seen The Grapes of Wrath? No. Neither have I. Have you seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? No. I have. Everyone talks about it. I don't understand why it is bad. Uh, have you seen The Maltese Falcon? No. Neither have I. Have you seen Raging Bull? No. Neither have I. Have you seen E.T.? Yes, I hate it. <gasps> no. Have you watched it recently? No, I refuse. Okay. I don't think, I... Val, that we've ever talked about that my biggest fear is the end of the world slash aliens. I'm actually very afraid of aliens, too. Yeah. Which is funny, because we both watched an alien movie today. We did. We watched a puppet movie, is what we That's did. That's true. <laughs> well, E.T. is a puppet, too. <laughs> I watched E.T. like more recently and actually enjoyed it way more than I did when I was a kid. It just gave me nightmares as a kid. I can't watch it. That's fine. Um, have you seen Dr. Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb? No, I didn't know that that, that movie was that long. This is another movie that I watched because my dad literally got it for me for Christmas. He loves this That's movie funny. so much. And I have never hated a movie more. Wow. It's referenced a lot. Like it's stylistically referenced a lot in other movies. Uh-huh. And it's a com it's meant to be a comedy and very satirical. And like I get what they were going for. I I maybe it's just like too old for me to really appreciate, but I hated that movie so much. Have you seen Bonnie and Clyde? No. And I need to. I haven't seen it either. Let's watch it together. Okay. That's fun. Have you have you seen Apocalypse Now? What is it about? Uh, the Vietnam War. No. I also have not seen it, but I want to. Have you seen Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? No. Uh, that is all about the filibuster, which everyone now knows what that is because of current political <laughs> situations. Uh, I wish we didn't know what a filibuster was. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you seen The Treasure of the Sierra Madre? No. I also have not seen that. I think that's a Western. 
but I'm not sure. Have you seen Annie Hall? Nope. I have seen Annie Hall in a film class. Uh, have you seen The Godfather Part 2? Nope. Did the first one come up? Because I haven't seen either. Yeah, the first one came up. Yeah. So yeah, there's three of them, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I have. Have you seen High Noon? No, but I like to drink them. I don't know what that it's means. It's a seltzer. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen High Noon. It was a long time ago, so I don't really remember it. Have you seen To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes, in high school. Okay, good. Me too. Um, have you seen It Happened One Night? No. Me neither. Have you seen Midnight Cowboy? No. Me neither. Have you seen The Best Years of Our Lives? No. Me neither. Have you seen Double Indemnity? No. I have. It's like a very classic film noir movie. Oh. Have Have you seen Dr. Zhivago? No. I have. Another one of my dad's favorites. Have you seen North by Northwest? No. This is my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie. I've never seen an Alfred Hitchcock movie. <gasps> okay. When I was probably like eight, uh, the music box was showing a remastered version of Vertigo, which is another famous Alfred Hitchcock movie. And from that moment on, I was obsessed with Alfred Hitchcock for like forever. Like I had, I had seen Psycho already, but I didn't know, like I didn't make the connection. But then when we watched Vertigo in the movie theater, I was like hooked. So then I bought like the box set of like all of the Alfred Hitchcock movies. <laughs> I've seen all of them. But North by Northwest is my favorite. That's I'm cute. a weirdo. <laughs> uh, have you seen West Side Story? Yes. And I was in it. I was oh, cast man. as a shark. In Schaumburg, oh, Illinois. <laughs> have you seen Rear Window? No. No, because it's a Hitchcock movie. Also a good one. Uh, have you seen the 1933 version of King Kong? I have not seen any King Kong. Have you seen the 1915 very racist uh, The Birth of a Nation? No. Good. Uh, have you seen A Streetcar Named Desire? Yes. I haven't. I think that's the first uh, one that you've seen that I haven't. It's so good. I mean, I had to watch it in college, but it was a, it's a good watch. I mean, Marlon Brando. Is that Stella? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen A Clockwork Orange? Nope. Our friend Malcolm McDowell featured in this list. I, too, have not seen A Clockwork Orange. It's on my list of things I need to see. Have you seen Taxi Driver? No. Me neither. Another one I want to see. Ha you Sandra. have not seen Jaws. I have seen Jaws. You've seen Snow White. I watched it on Sunday. Oh, my God. Have you seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? No. Me neither. Have you seen The Philadelphia Story? No, but I did watch Philadelphia over the quarantine. Nice. And that was a good watch. It's a good one. The thing at the end with the home movies always gets me. Yeah. Home movie. Um, I have not seen the Philadelphia story either. Uh, have you seen from here to eternity? No, me neither. Have you seen Amadeus? No, but my mom had it on DVD. It's a good one. Have you seen all quiet on the Western front? No, I have not seen the movie. I've read the book. Have you seen the sound of music? Yes. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Anyway, have you seen the movie MASH? No. Me neither. Have you seen The Third Man? Oh, no. Where is he? <laughs> Me neither. Have you seen Fantasia? Yes. Me too. Don't like it, though, but I've seen it. I like the idea of it. I wish that we had more movies where they had music and then artists were compelled to draw from yeah, what they like it's Yeah, it's a cool concept. I think it just, it freaked me out when I was Oh, a kid. for sure. Chernobyl? And so I, yeah. Um, have you seen Rebel Without a Cause? Nope. 
You neither. Have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? That's the first one. Yes. I I watched it during quarantine. Did you like it? Not my favorite movie. Okay, fair enough. There's some of these movies I feel like you had to watch at a certain age, otherwise you're not going to like them. Yeah. Um, these are also a list of a lot. I mean, a lot of oldies, which is fine. Oh, yeah. Because these are the popular oldies. Yeah. We are now at Vertigo, which we already established you have not seen and I have. Yes. Have you have you seen Tootsie? I have because I saw the stage play and wanted to watch the movie and see how they um, did it. Did it. Uh, a fine story. <laughs> That's Dustin Hoffman, right? Yes. And someone was nominated for an Oscar for it. And I thought that it was not worth it. It was not. Um, the words I'm looking for are earned. It did not feel ah. earned. Uh, was it him? No, it was one of the, the, I think it was the girl he was interested in. Mm. Someone blonde. And I was like, how was she nominated for this? Maybe there just wasn't a lot of competition that year. Probably. Have you seen Stagecoach? No. Have you seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind? No. That's a pretty good one. Um, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Yes. With the boy who gave me motto freshman year of college. <laughs> So I don't like this movie only because of that reason. Oh, that's funny. Have you seen Network? No. Me neither. Have you seen the the original Manchurian Candidate from 1962? I didn't know there was more than one. There was one that came out like in the 2000s with um, Liev Schreiber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I forget who else was in it. Have you seen An American in Paris? Yes. They dance. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I have not. It was on Netflix, I think. And I think I watched it. Yeah. I feel like maybe I saw it with my parents when I was like really young, but I don't really remember. So I'm not going to count it. Have you seen Shane? No. Me neither. Have you seen The French Connection? No. Me neither. We've seen Forrest Gump. Yes. Have you seen Ben-Hur? No. I have seen Ben-Hur. Have you seen Withering Heights? Yes. No. I don't know why I said yes. I have not seen it. (laughs) I was reading down to Rocky and then I thought we were already at Rocky. (laughs) Have you seen The Gold Rush? No. Uh, That one is Charlie Chaplin, I believe. Mm. Have you seen Dances with Wolves? No. Another one of my dad's favorites. I only know that that's a movie because they make a reference to it in Rugrats. The dad, they're playing charades. (laughs) That's funny. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember that. That's so funny. Um, Have you seen City Lights? No. Have you seen American Graffiti? No. That one is uh, Richard Dreyfus and um, Ron Howard. Mm. Uh, it was like one of uh, George Lucas. I think it was George Lucas directed it. It's one of his first movies. It was either George Lucas or Steven Spielberg. I can't remember which one of them. Um, have you seen Rocky? Yes. Now, yes. Val, before we keep going, Rocky's number 78. I just looked through 79 through 100. And I have not seen any of these movies. <laughs> I have not seen any of the rest of the 21 that are left. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll just go through it quick. We'll go through it. We'll, so you have not seen any of these? No. I'm just going to read them off. Yeah. Then. Okay. The Deer Hunter. No. The Wild Bunch. No. Modern Times. No. Which is, I think, another Charlie Chaplin. Giant. No. Platoon. No. I have seen Platoon. Um, Fargo. No. That's a good one. Uh, Duck Soup. No. Mutiny on on the Bounty. No. Frankenstein. I saw it at the Looking Glass Theater when they put it on stage, and it didn't get a lot of good people, but it was one of the best plays I've ever seen. Huh. Uh, Easy Rider. Nope. Patton. Nope. 
I'm a jazz singer. Nope. My Fair Lady. Nope. You've never seen My Fair Lady? Nope. <sighs> okay. A Place in the Sun. Nope. The Apartment. Nope. Goodfellas. Nope. That's a pretty good one. Pulp Fiction. Nope. The, the Searchers. This is my dad's ultimate favorite movie. Nope. Uh, Bringing a Baby. Nope. Unforgiven. Nope. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Nope. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Nope. This is also maybe the whitest list of movies. Yeah, it is. With the exception of Look Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and even that movie, there's one black person. <laughs> well, this is the American Film Institute list, so you don't even have to put any of these in here if you don't want to. But I have seen, out of this whole list that we saw on the American Film Institute, 16 out of 100 greatest American films of all time. I've seen 48. Wow. Almost 50%. I'm not even to 25. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for playing, Val. That was fun. It made me feel very uh, well-watched. You are well-watched. I am well-watched in television, I'd like to think. Yeah. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod and on Instagram at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.